thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the week from the Naked Scientists. From the Naked Scientists with me, Hannah Critchlow. This week, we gleefully go in search of solving a sleepy riddle of a question. Stuart sent this in. Hello. I'm wondering about the fact that I and two of my sons are consistently able to wake up quickly in a happy demeanour, whereas my wife and my other son have trouble waking up, no matter how much sleep they've had, and they have a somewhat less cheerful disposition. Could this be genetically based? Love the show, by the way. So, is it true that early risers seem to have a much more cheerful disposition? And if so, could there be a biological explanation for this? We turn to the expert, Dr Michael Hastings, from the Medical Research Council in Cambridge. In order to get to the bottom of this, Michael had a number of questions that I went back to Stuart with. First off, we asked Stuart if there was any difference between the working week and the weekend and even long holidays in terms of cheerfulness between the two groups. And Stuart answered, no, none whatsoever. So even when his grumpy son had more sleep during the holidays, he was still grumpy. Hello, my name is Michael Hastings. I'm a scientist working for the Medical Research Council in Cambridge. Well, this is a really revealing answer because my first thought was perhaps we know people have body clocks and different people have clocks which run faster or more slowly. I thought, well, perhaps there's something different in their body clocks which would mean that you know, the grumpy people in the family in the working week were having to wake up too soon relative to their clock time. And that's, in fact, the cause of their grumpiness. But the fact that there is no difference between the working week when people are forced to do things and the weekend when they can really follow their own intrinsic internal patterns suggests that wherever this grumpiness is coming from, it's not purely and simply a difference in the body clocks between the happy and the not-so-happy folk. Week and weekend, it's only a matter of a couple of days, but perhaps under the holiday setting, when people really do follow their own sleep patterns, would there be any difference? Again comes the answer, no, there's none whatsoever. So it really doesn't seem to be a body clock difference between the different folk. So with that ruled out as to whether they were just intrinsic midnight owls or morning larks, Mick decided to ask another question. He wondered, are the sleep and cheerfulness patterns worse or better in the summer compared to winter? And Stuart answered, no. Clearly it's not a case of seasonal affective disorder. You know, the winter blues, SAD, so it's called. I'm speaking now in January. It's totally miserable. I'm not surprised if people get depressed under that environment. But it's not an environmental effect. So given that, what could be going on within the brains of these two different groups of the same family? Well, this is where it gets more biochemical, but I'd argue even more interesting. We do know that how well we feel our mood, of course, is determined by the chemicals in our brain, the neurotransmitters which are active. And we also know that the body clock controls the activity levels of those neurotransmitters. There's one in particular called serotonin, which is also called 5-HT, 
which is a sort of happy neurotransmitter. And quite a number of drugs which are used to control people's moods act through serotonin and the receptors it works upon in the brain. So one possibility could be there's just something different in the way in which the body clock controls serotonin patterns in the grumpy and happy people within this family. Something else we could look at where we know the body clock has a direct effect on mood is through a hormone called cortisol. Now cortisol is very important because it energizes the body, sends sugars into the bloodstream, increases heart rate, muscle tone and what have you. So it's the hormone that's secreted under the control of the body clock just before we wake up, which is great. You jump out of bed, you're ready to go. Perhaps there's something different in the cortisol patterns. We know they do vary enormously between people because an important feature of cortisol is that not only does it energize the body, it does have a suppressive effect on mood. Now, of course, I'm not a clinician, I'm a basic biologist, but an interesting experiment would be to take some saliva samples from individuals, measure their cortisol levels, and just see if there's a correlation, a relationship between how grumpy people are in the morning and their morning levels of cortisol. So is there anything that Stuart's wife and also his grumpy son can do in order to cheer their mood up in the morning? I think it's important to think about what might make them happy. Perhaps they could give themselves some little treats to wake up to, you know, hot cup of drinking chocolate or the sunlight shining on the bedroom wall. And perhaps the bouncing bright Stuart could help deliver these nice little treats to his grumpy family members in the morning. Moving on, we turn to tackle next week's question. Hello, my name is Nikhil Rajagopalan and I am from Chennai, India. I was at the local store the other day and I happened to see a small device being sold that claimed to emit sounds at high frequencies and as a result repel mosquitoes. My question is, is there any peer-reviewed evidence to support their claim? What do you think about that one? Let us know by posting on our Naked Scientists Facebook page, tweet at Naked Scientists, email chris at thenakedscientists.com or you can join in our live debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientist's Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.